So what do we have? We've got a, a very isolated community or areas of small communities on both sides of the Rio Grande, Mexico, United States. And they're all fighting. There's problems everywhere. This salt war didn't just end with ringleaders being killed and the the people that did the killing run across the river back to Mexico where they couldn't be arrested. Well, they still have papers to arrest them. You don't have the Texas Rangers anymore. The Texas, the sheriff of, of El Paso County is not about to go into San Elizario. Why? They get killed. So he stays pretty well in Franklin. All right, this led us furthest down the river. Well, by this time, that first governor from the state of Texas that had been elected after the radical Republicans and the radical Reconstruction had ended had been replaced by a new governor. And this new governor had a major problem put into his lap. The state of Texas was absolutely broke. They were bankrupt. For Texas had been allowed back into the Union after, well, from 1877, from 1865 to 1877, 12 years, Texas was allowed politically back into the Union of the United States. They were allowed to have representatives that were elected by the people. They were elected, they were allowed to send senators in for the first time. Anyway, what happened is you've got a new governor. His name is Oren Milo Roberts. When Oren Roberts took over, one of the first things that was laid into his lap, the pride of Texas, Texas Rangers just surrendered to what? To a group of Hispanics, Mexicans, in El Paso, Texas. Rangers had been killed, firing squad, their bodies mutilated. He had to find someone, someone to come in and quell the problem. Well, he settled on a man by the name of George Wythe Baylor. George Baylor was a Confederate veteran. He knew the West. He knew Mexico. He had served in El Paso during the, the period that uh, El Paso was controlled by the Confederacy. He had fought several in several major battles. He had fought completely through the Civil War had, after the war, had gone into Mexico and started a business, a school, in Mexico. He was back in Texas when the Reconstruction was over, and one of the first things he did is he applied for a job with the Texas Rangers. Well, Warren Milo Roberts thought this was perfect, so he sent, he sent Baylor 
to El Paso. El Paso was about to come across a non-drinking, fiddle-playing, very well-educated Texas Ranger, and he was very fluent in Spanish. He didn't need to translate. Well, George Bader leaves San Antonio on the old San Antonio Butterfield stage road coming west. With him, six rangers, but also in a covered wagon was his wife and his two daughters. One was 14, the other was four. Took them 42 days from San Antonio to San Elizario. One of the things that I think is interesting about when Baylor writes about the trip from Fort Stockton west, direct quote, not a mile goes by that we don't see the charred bones of wagons, animals, broken lives, broken dreams, and graves. Every mile from Fort Stockton to El Paso. What caused it? Our friends, the Apaches. They're fighting everybody. You can't get to El Paso, Texas, what is now El Paso, Texas, without taking your life into your hands. You can't go north, you can't go east, you can't go west, and you can't go south. Because you see, the Apaches don't care about an international border. They know that if they start a fight in the United States, they just go across the river and guess what? Fight stops. But what does this have to do with the salt wars? Well, George Bader, the new commander of Texas Rangers in El Paso, has to calm the Mexican community down. He has to get rid of the charlatans that are trying to take advantage of this. So how does he do it? Do you go arrest everybody? Well, when Baylor took over, he says, the laws of the state of Texas will be obeyed. Well, it didn't take too awful long till he had a chance to help some of the people that had left San Elizario and gone south into Mexico, into Guadalupe. What had happened, seems that there was a, a famous Apache chief by the name of Victorio that had, a, had his band, his family. When we say family, we're talking about 400 people, men, women, children, everything that goes with that. And there in the mountains south of present-day Juarez, Mexico. Well, you've got to remember that the Apaches and the Mexicans absolutely hated each other. So what happens? Well, seems like somebody got messed up in a trade or whatever, and a group of six Apaches got chased by about 15 
Mexican armed Mexican vaqueros. As these people were going chasing each other, Victorio had set up a had set up a an ambush. And as the six Apaches run into a blind canyon, followed by the 15 or so Mexicans, the trap is sprung. 14 of the 15 people that went into the canyon chasing the Apaches were killed. One was allowed to escape. The bodies of the the Mexicans were shot to pieces. There was one story about a, a, a man that was hiding behind the rocks. His body was protected, but his legs weren't. His legs were literally shot to pieces before he finally bled to death. Anyway, the point of this story is that the one survivor went back to Guadalupe got reinforcements and another 15 of them went out. They got into the canyon and Victorio sprung another trap on them. But this time he killed all of them. So you have 29 people, 29 Mexican citizens killed in Mexico by the Apaches. What does that mean? 49 people. Remember what the population was. You've got a population in the, on both sides of the river. Mexico and the United States are probably no more than 15,000 people. And you lose 29 of your prominent men. Not old people, not babies. Family men. You've got 29 families that don't have a father. Every Hispanic household in El Paso Juarez area was affected. It's terrible. This happened right after George Baylor got back, got into the area. So what does he do? He immediately crosses the river with 10 of his men, 10 armed Texas Rangers. And he goes before the, the people in Guadalupe, the town council, and agrees to go as part of the expedition to gather the bodies of, every, of these 29 people that have been killed. He doesn't offer to lead the expedition. He offers to go under the command, the command of one of the people who he had papers to arrest because of their, their being involved in the so-called salt wars. Baylor took his Texas Rangers and helped bury his neighbors. Because of that one action, the Salt Wars were over. Nobody was arrested. Nobody was jailed. A few of the people came back to San Eli 
San Elizario. And the Salt Wars died with a whimper. Something that could have been an international incident was softened, stopped, and slowed because somebody was smart enough to feel the pain of his neighbor. <laughs>